Hey, Sky here. Uh, thank you for downloading episode 45 of We Should Know Better. Um, I just want to do a little disclaimer that our audio on this one is not great. Uh, we've been really trying to uh, boost up the quality of our audio to make it sound better for you guys. It's a little tough with three of us in different locations recording over Skype, but we're trying to do it. Um, we just had a lot like audio gremlins were on us uh, this recording. Um, I was on a new computer and my levels were too hot, even though I thought I had you know, checked them right. Uh, Kyle's were too low. Um, his internet gave out halfway through. We just had a lot of problems. Um, so the, it's not as good as as the the previous the previous few episodes, but it's definitely listenable. So um, I just wanted to thank you guys for bearing with us. I know that it's one of our biggest, um, I guess, cr criticisms is our audio uh, quality, but we're trying our best. So thank you and enjoy the episode. Do you know how long it's been going uh, on? Hold on. Can how we long? just fill five blue whales with helium? Yes. <laughs> Can we please just do that instead? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Well. <laughs> Welcome to We Should Know Better, the show where we blast process our way through Wikipedia. Uh, I'm your host, what? Tim, tonight, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts. Kyle. Sky. Co-hosts and contestants. Uh, <laughs> if you have not seen the show before or heard it, what we do is we start at one page on Wikipedia of my choosing, and then using the links therein, uh, each contestant must find their way to a goal page. Uh, tonight, uh, I am having Kyle and Skylar go from uh, Sonic the Hedgehog character who is oh. celebrating his 25th anniversary this year. Oh, wow. A lot of anniversaries this year for video hey. games. Um, and I am going to take them, uh, of course, to John Philip Sousa, the March King. What? Because those two are related. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, sure John Philip Sousa is celebrating an anniversary sooner or later. <laughs> So we're going from something that goes really fast to something that has a very steady rhythm. That's true. Two things, <laughs> two things I respect. <laughs> Speed and rhythm. Sonic. Very nice. Uh, to decide who goes first, we usually do some sort of quiz. Uh, tonight, I would like to test your knowledge of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, God. Oh, no. Uh, if there's one thing that fans of Sonic the Hedgehog can agree upon, it's that there is a bevy of wonderful characters surrounding this main character and that everyone just wants more and more of them. That's accurate. Yep. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is um, I have 14 names of Sonic oh characters from the universe. Uh, I'm going to give their technical first name oh. and I'll want each of you in turn to give me the last name, finish the name. So for example, if I said Sonic, you would finish that with Sky, can we? Is it possible for us to just just check out already? Can we? I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> going to happen here. The Hedgehog is like that? there are fourteen yes, characters. Exactly. <laughs> Apparently, yes. you're gonna love this. Uh, oh, this uh, is, and of course, since Speed is uh, Sonic's game, hmm. uh, I'm going to give you three seconds to answer each question. What? If you are wrong or you do not answer within three seconds. Uh, your opponent will get a chance to answer. Okay. They will also Amazing. get three seconds. Amazing. And whoever gets the most by the end 
will uh, win and get the chance to go first. Got to go first. Wow. Yeah. Are you sure that's not why you did this this run? It is absolutely why I did this run. <laughs> wow. All um, right. Just a note. Um, not happen. not all of the answers are going to end with the something. But most of them will. And I am using characters from both the game, <laughs> the game series, and uh, the animated universe as well. Go. It's going to. You're going to no, be fine. No, it doesn't. Not to us. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> This is gonna uh, be so, great. so I'm going to start with Sky. I'm going to go back and forth. Got it. Um, and we'll try to do this fast, okay? Please give me tails. Ready? We're going to start with you, Sky. Give me tails. Give me tails. Give me tails. So are you ready? Give me tails. Give me tails. He's ready. <laughs> He's ready. All right. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Sky Knuckles. The enchilada. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kyle Knuckles. I can, uh... Yes. <laughs> Kyle, Shadow. The He's still a hedgehog, yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. Sky, Rude. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. What? Shadow, he's still a hedgehog, yeah? <laughs> okay, true. True, that's not, that's not technically <laughs> oh last Oh my gosh. Name. You're not getting that point, Kyle. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want it to be so now the you're last both, one. You're both, a, um, well, Kyle still has one. Yes. Oh, can, okay. Okay, Sky, Rouge. The bat. Yes. Ah, uh, that one I know. Kyle, Blaze. The cat. Sky, Big. Lebowski. No, Kyle, Big. The cat. He's one yes. of my favorite characters. Kyle, Cream. I, oh, crap. I don't know what she actually is. Sky, Cream. <laughs> Lotion. No. <laughs> what is she? I know she has like, rabbit. ears, but she's a, she's rabbit. a rabbit. Okay. She's, she's got ears. She's a rabbit. But, but I mean, what else has ears, Scott? <laughs> everything. <laughs> they all. Look everything like that. has ears. Sonic has ears. <laughs> this is wonderful. They all um, look like that. Uh, who's? Uh, oh, Sky, it's your turn. Sticks. The ears. <laughs> no. <laughs> Kyle sticks. I have no idea what he's. <laughs> oh, she's a new the, character. The, uh, the uh, river, the river master from the. Uh, what? From the underworld. <laughs> no. <laughs> Close. Uh, the badger. Oh, sure. Um, now whose turn is it? This is confusing. Me. You? Sure. I don't know. No, Sky. actually, it's Kyle. It's Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. Miles. Uh, Tails Brower. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I said that. Sky. Amy. Kyle. Amy. <laughs> The hedgehog. No, Rose. What? what? Oh, she's also a hedgehog. No. No, but she's, that's not the name. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Stay with me, Kyle. Sally. Acorn. Yes. I can't believe I pulled that out. Sky. Bunny. The rabbit. No, so Kyle. Close. Bunny. Rabbit. Rabbit. Oh, you're being such a nerd, Kyle. Oh, I can't believe I know this stuff. <laughs> Kyle, Ivo. I don't know. Sky, Ivo. The iOS. No, Robotnik. <laughs> oh, right. That's his first name. Sky, Marine. <laughs> the Dolphin. No. Yes. Close. Not really. It's Kyle or Marine. Yeah. Uh, the dolphin. I'm sticking no, with that. No, the raccoon. Oh. <laughs> and, and Kyle, uh, Charmy. The bee. 
Not the B. No, just Charmy B. There's no what? the. Sorry. What? Yeah. Oh. And it's over. <laughs> um, so I read the comic way back when I was a kid, and apparently that stuck with me. <laughs> yep. So uh, Kyle got six. Uh-huh. Sky got one. Sky wins this. <laughs> I think I do. Sky wins in terms of dignity, but it does not win in terms of going first tonight. Uh, that goes to you, Kyle. Uh, I'm fine with that. Go ahead. Uh, Go ahead, Kyle. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> I thought I thought you would have gotten more of those guys. I don't know Sorry. anything about Sonic. Apparently. I remember I remember when we used to like we spent a whole like afternoon we in a fever on, dream. I don't know. On, what you're on your on your dad's boat. Oh my reading gosh. Reading a hedgehog book. Oh, I would have loved to have seen that. That's hilarious. Remember that? Yeah. On a yeah, boat? I guess you don't, though. I remember Chili Dogs. You guys were on a boat reading about Sonic? Yes. Oh, this is such a great memory of you guys. I love it. So, oh, Kyle, yeah. you, you Sonic nerd, start us uh, off on Sonic the Hedgehog. So I'm at Sonic character. the Hedgehog. Oh, character? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I'm this at, is too. the character, yes. Sonic. Not the there's game. A lot. Yeah, there's a lot of disambiguation there. Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, in certain languages known as Saniku Zahejihagu. Oh my gosh. He is the title character and protagonist of the Sonic the Hedgehog series created by Sega and released by Sega, as well as numerous spin-off comics, one of which I read as a kid. (laughs) Five animated shows and an animated OVA. I think that's a giant robot? Um, no. Oh. It is a... Oh geez, what is it? It's like a... Clickable. I think it's original yeah. video animation. Right. I don't know what I, that means. I think means it's that. sort of like a one shot. It's not like a series, but it's like an episode. Ah. So yeah. I could be wrong. I'll have people telling me if I'm wrong. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I like this description. We really do need to start a a written by robots uh, or by aliens uh, segment. Um, I like his description of what Sonic does. Sonic is a blue anthropomorphic hedgehog who has the ability to run at supersonic speeds and the ability to curl into a ball, primarily to attack enemies. Well, I like yeah. The, well, I mean, this, you don't want to just use it to attack enemies. I mean, yeah, sometimes this implies, you just want to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, this implies that he does this for other reasons, too. Mm-hmm. To just, you know, like maybe when he, I, I don't know, like when he's picking up the mail, he curls into a ball. Or like, Ah, man, I can't even come up with a good other thing that he could be doing to curl into a ball. Uh, but I just like this idea that he has uh, that someone out there has made a list of, of things Sonic is doing. But the primary reason is to attack enemies when yes. he curls into a ball. Because of a razor sharp ball of death. <laughs> like all. But then but then if you go into every other like every other game that has other characters in it, most of them can spin into balls and attack enemies, too weird even though they don't have spikes like tails is a fluffy little fox <laughs> yeah and that's not going to that's not going to hurt anyone he's, he's killing them with cute really that's, that's really true it's down to two-tailed cuteness yeah um so back in the day sega was trying to find some sort of mascot to compete against mario and nintendo mm. they had alex kid who was a humanish <laughs> looking character Sure. Not exactly sure what he is. Not the most memorable. I mean, definitely a part of Sega's history is definitely respected in that, but not really 
focus yeah. group friendly, I guess. <laughs> uh, so and according to Wikipedia, he's Link, isn't he? Basically, sorta, yeah. Okay. Um, so Sega was looking for ideas, and according to Wikipedia, main results came forth from their experience with character design, including an armadillo, who was later developed into Mighty the Armadillo, which sure. is not part of the quiz. Uh, a dog. A Theodore Roosevelt lookalike in pajamas who would later become the basis for uh, Dr. Eggman's design. Wow. And a rabbit. He does look like Theodore Roosevelt now that, mm-hmm. now that I think about it. Uh, eventually they settled on a hedgehog, uh, initially codenamed Mr. Needlemouse. Sure. Chose him as the mascot. Uh, the blue pigmentation was chosen to match Sega's cobalt blue logo. Also reminds me of Pepsi. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. his shoes evolved from a design inspired by Michael Jackson's boots with the addition <laughs> of the color red, which is inspired by both Santa Claus on the contrast of those colors on Jackson's 1987 album, Bad. His personality was based on Bill Clinton's get it done attitude. Oh, I remember hearing this. So it's he's amazing. basically a combination of Michael Jackson, Bill Clinton, and Santa Claus. Oh. Yeah. You can't go wrong with that. We were but on Sonic at some point here, I think. We did come through this page once before, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's always worth coming back here because yeah, it's we didn't new- really talk much about him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think we actually did because you complained about it most of the time. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we used to we used to rent the Sega Genesis at the Super Duper Sky. Yeah, I used to. Think we used the, to have good times. I used to think the Jurassic Park game was good too. Oof! Ooh! Oof! Ouch! Whoa, Ouch. whoa, whoa. Hold on a second. I'm just reading down this page here. Uh, to, to, to a group of 15 people started working on the first Sonic the Hedgehog game and renamed themselves to- Sonic Team. The game's soundtrack was composed by Masato Nakamura of the band Dreams Come True. Sega sponsored the group's Wonder 3 tour, painting Sonic on the tour bus, distributing pamphlets advertising the game, and having footage of the game broadcast above the stage prior to its release. The original concepts... Oh my gosh, this actually... Oh, wait, it doesn't have... It's not cited. But the original concepts gave Sonic fangs and put him in a band with a human girlfriend named Madonna. Wow. <laughs> However, That's, a team... Sounds a team like from, something you'd see on DeviantArt. Yeah. Yes, actually. <laughs> a team from Sega of America, led by Madeline Schroeder, who calls herself Sonic's mother, softened the character up for an American audience by removing those elements... Uh, this sparked a heated issue within Sonic Team. Naka later admitted that it was probably for the best. That's pretty amazing. Oof. Wow. So anyway, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, huh? Characteristics of Sonic the Hedgehog, according to Wikipedia. Oh. According to various official materials from Sega, Sonic is described as a character who is like the wind, yeah, a drifter sure. who lives as he wants and makes life a series of <laughs> events and adventures. Cited. Sonic hates <laughs> oppression and staunchly defends freedom. Cited. Although oh. he is mostly quick-witted and easygoing. Cited. He has a short temper. <laughs> cited. And is often impatient with slower things. Cited. Sonic is a habitual daredevil hedgehog who is honest, loyal to friends, keeps his promises. Cited. And dislikes <laughs> tears. Cited. <laughs> Dislike Sears cited. Uh, he took the young tails under his wing like a little brother cited and is uninterested in marital proposals from Amy Rose cited. That's amazing. Yep. Sad, uh, but amazing. Sonic is known as the world's fastest hedgehog cited. Mm, yeah. Official. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Habitual Daredevil Hedgehog is the name of my uh, alt rock band. Uh, you guys should come to this uh, to our our new album or catch our new album pretty soon. Sweet, it's gonna be on Bandcamp. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, I'm clicking that that uh, citation for the world's fast hedgehog. Uh, it is oh, it goes to the Sonic Adventure instruction manual, page 18. Oh, there you go. Cited. You can't get more reliable than that. It's true. I, I bet Guinness. <laughs> I, I bet do Guinness really has it. it, yeah. Oh, what's that? I oh, bet yeah. Guinness. <laughs> it's in there. Yeah. Uh, I do really love the uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade uh, image here with the giant Sonic uh, running over the crowd, which would be terrifying. Whoa. Yeah. It's dark. Image. Anyway. So, uh, well, I we have to get to John Philip Sousa, huh? Yeah. Yes. Well, I... <laughs> all right. So he did I music have... stuff. No, no, no. I actually have a plan. <laughs> okay, good. And uh, I just really hope that this actually is on this guy's page because this is a little tiny bit of trivia about a person that I don't know if they'll actually have it on Wikipedia. But I mean, who am I? Who am I kidding? This is Wikipedia. Uh in the description here uh, that Sonic's personality was based on Bill Clinton's get it done attitude. I am clicking on Bill Clinton. Oh yeah. Oh weird. There's, there's a method to my madness. What about you sky? What about you P2? Uh, I don't know anything about John Philip Sousa besides that he did music stuff. That's all I oh, got to. So, goodness, sky. but I think he did like marches and junk. So you I'm dis- going to, you disappoint me, Sky. I every twist and turn. I'm going to go to the Macy's <laughs> Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, that's a great oh, idea. Yeah. Oh man, I should have done that. Um, now I'm trying to figure out what to do with Bill Clinton. <laughs> Isn't everybody? <laughs> <laughs> so oh. just just so you know, uh, in high school, my senior year, I won the John Philip Sousa Award. Mm. Oh, okay. Congratulations. Off Thank occasion. you. So I, I am a I am a licensed um, purveyor of John Philip Sousa knowledge. <laughs> what what's the uh, the cash award on that? Yeah, zero. Oh, mm. it's you all, get no. It's all about merit and and honor. Right. It's all about the honor. I got a little um, John Philip Sousa head. What? On like a little award. Oh. <laughs> yeah, sorry. it sounded. I got. That's... I have it mounted. <laughs> His head is mounted on my wall. Sure. It's an award. Um, <laughs> that's how okay. this works all right bill you clinton have to, like hunt him down <laughs> yes okay. that's part of the that's part of the uh, requirements for the award oh my gosh it's the most dangerous march wow okay anyway bill clinton who is best known as the 42nd president of the united States, i don't know if that's what he's best known for i'm totally just saying that he's probably known for a lot of things i can think of several things one of the one of which i don't want to bring up um he is uh, an american politician served as the 42nd president of the united states from 93 to 2001 previously the governor of arkansas from 79 to 81 and the state's attorney general before that Um, he is known for being one of the first presidents who uh, actually talked about using marijuana specifically not that he used it but he had been part of circles in in college where he would uh, according to him 
he would take the joint from the person, you know, in the circle and from the, from the pre- uh, previous person, he would act like he was smoking it and then not actually inhale so that he could be one of the cool kids. Oh, right. And then pass it oh. on to someone. Is this where I, I didn't inhale came from? Yes, it is. Yes. Okay. I did not inhale. So he had that, and he, he had that going for him, and then uh, his whole impeachment thing. So, you know, very well known, you know, in our, in our, our I guess, infamous as a president. Gotcha. Ways. Uh, but that's really all I want to talk about. Because it's a weird thing. Anyway. Just uh, all the way well, at the bottom of the page, I'm sorry. Yeah, under no. recordings. What? Just this one <laughs> little sentence. Bill Clinton is one of the narrators on a 2003 recording of Sergei Prokofiev's Peter and the Wolf. What? Uh, together with Mikhail <laughs> Gorbachev and Sophia Loren. What? Wow. That's our studded guest. <laughs> yeah. Can we find this, please? I would like to. I just find him playing his saxophone over Peter and the Wolf. Over the duck in Peter and the Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right, I just had to add that. Uh, Where would you like to go then, Kyle? Oh, thank you for sharing that out. I don't know how I missed that. I, wow, wow. This is why I shouldn't just skim the page. That's amazing. Uh, Okay, well. I am going to take that <laughs> that jazz trip onto the uh, on toward John Philip Sousa. Uh, he famously also uh, played the saxophone. Uh, was it on um, Was it on Jay Leno? He on one of the uh, t- one um, of the evening I, shows. I believe it was Arsenio Hall. Oh, it was. You're right. Uh, as he was uh, campaigning for president. And I remember my family, well, lots of people just losing it <laughs> over the fact that a person campaigning for president was essentially doing a talent portion uh, <laughs> <laughs> before they, to you know, to become the leader of the free world. Yeah, and amazingly, we're perfectly fine with what goes on today. Yeah, why not? Speaking of saxophone, I played saxophone in high school. Did you really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... When I started, like, I wanted to, like, listen to the saxophone so I could, yeah. like, get better at it. And so I picked up a cassette, and that cassette was called Late Night Sax for Lovers. What? <laughs> and I did not think it, I did not know what it was really. Like, you didn't get there until later in life. Right. And I, and I found that in high school, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, several yes. years later, a slightly older Sky was like, oh. Oh, this is what this is. That's amazing. Yeah. Late night sacks for lovers. Oh, so amazing. That's our episode title. Yep. Mm. (laughs) Anyway. Well, uh, they list here that he was very uh, active in his elementary school and high school where he was an active student leader, avid reader and musician, which is cited. I really want to know what they qualify as an avid reader there. Uh, Like if someone was quoted. Maybe he completed book it every year. Oh, yeah. Got that free personal pan pizza. No, it's not hard at all. Okay, let's see. Uh, Oh, it's from his biography. It's linked. It cites to his biography. Come on, guys. Oh, autobiography. Sorry. So he's the one saying he's an avid reader. How dare he? I think given the fact that he has an autobiography, (laughs) automatically clears him as a pretty good reader. (laughs) (laughs) Unless he has a ghostwritten. Yeah, every autobiography is ghostwritten. Clinton anyway. was in the chorus and played the tenor sax 
winning first chair in the state band's saxophone section. He briefly considered dedicating his life to music, but as he noted in his autobiography, My Life, and this is quoted, and I'm not going to do the voice because I can't. Instead, I dedicated it to evil (laughs) and went into politics. Sometime in my 16th year, I decided I wanted to be in public life as an elected official. I loved music and thought I could be very good, but I, I knew I would never be John Coltrane or Stan Getz. I was interested in medicine, thought I could be a fine doctor, but I knew I would never be Michael Baker. D- Baker. Oh, my God. I'm not sure what just happened. Yeah, your internet went kaputz. Yeah, that was really strange. Yep. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so that's yeah. technical difficulties. Hooray. But we got through them. We can do the internet left Kyle for a bit. It we can is. do magic. Yep. Yep. Cool. Uh, but you were talking about uh, you were, yes, you were quoting right. him saying how great a ma- <laughs> I was going to say magician. how great a magician. Wait, be. wait, I'm sorry. Should we sync up again? Yeah. Uh, I I can sync up through what I have here. Yeah. Okay. So we should be okay. Sorry yeah. to derail things. Oh no, no, no problem. Uh, yeah, so I was reading this quote from uh, his autobiography, My Life, uh, in which he says that he could have been either a musician like John Coltrane or Stan Getz, or he could have been a fine doctor like Michael DeBakey, uh, but I knew I could be great in public service. But I, I just really love that his options, as far as, like, for, his, for the rest of his life, his options were musician doctor president like one of those three things <laughs> yeah it's going to be one of those three well so I hope yeah so. high ambitions yeah, you know, yeah uh we could probably he could probably play that on the saxophone actually uh, <laughs> that's true <laughs> uh all right so speaking of that that skill of his playing the tenor saxophone i'm clicking on tenor saxophone tenor sax that's right all right, Sky, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yay! Do you guys watch the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade? I do. Do you? <laughs> yeah. I do. I, I try to, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. You see, like, the floats and stuff? Yeah. And then a bunch of really lousy acts. Yes. Mm. And the announcers are fun to listen to, too, right? Mm-hmm. Try to make. They have so many facts on how much helium is in those things. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> this one has enough to fill five blue whales like okay do you know how long it's been going uh, on hold on can how we just long? fill five blue whales with helium yes <laughs> can we please just do that instead yes <laughs> sorry go on well well i found my opening <laughs> uh, um 1924 was the first um macy's thanksgiving day parade and it's kind of a cool story um <laughs> In the 1920s, many of Macy's department store employees were first-generation European immigrants. Proud of their new American heritage, they wanted to celebrate the American holiday of Thanksgiving with a type of festival that their parents had loved in Europe. Oh, man. So in 1924, the annual Thanksgiving Day Parade started by Louis Bamberger in Newark, New Jersey. And at the Bamberger store was transferred to New York City by Macy's in New York. The employees marched to Macy's flagship store on 34th Street, dressed in vibrant costumes. There were floats, professional bands, and live animals borrowed from the Central Park Zoo. 
Wow. Um, <laughs> Borrowed? Yep. At the end of the first parade, as has been the case since uh, ever since, uh, Santa Claus was welcomed into Herald Square. But at the first parade, the hey. jolly old elf, and that's what they use here, was enthroned on the Macy's balcony at the 34th Street store entrance, where he was crowned King of the Kitties. Of the... What? Uh, King of the Kitties. So, K-I-D-D-I-E-S. Yeah, no, I, I got it. Although the other one would be funny, too. Yeah. Uh, what? What? How? Why was Santa Claus involved at all? This was a Thanksgiving... Per- hmm. Yep. Okay. Um... He, yeah, you know, he's I'm always creeping curious. on, creeping on the other holidays. I'm also curious why or how about the borrowing process for the zoo animals? Like, is it is it like a library? Can I just be like, oh, I'd like the, uh, can I borrow <laughs> your kookaburra for the day? Can that? <laughs> yep. These ocelots are, are overdue, sir. <laughs> yeah, but the the problem is that people actually take books there, and they also and they get injured when they try to read between the lines. Oh God! Mm-hmm. So there's this guy named Anthony Anthony Frederick Sog or Sarg. Sure, and he loved to do marin- marionettes at an early age. What ah. Does that have to do with anything? Well, he also had large animal shaped balloons. Oh, and what? yeah, they were actually produced by the Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company in Akron, oh, hey. in Akron, Ohio. They replaced the live animals in 1927. <laughs> no uh, one knew the difference. And this is when Felix the Cat made its debut. Oh, okay. Yep, that's when the balloon came out. Um, Felix was filled with air, but by the next year, helium was used to fill the expanding cast of balloons. So he was just filled with air. So I guess they just had to, like, drag him. Yeah, they just <laughs> rolled him down the street. Yep. That's terrifying. At the finale of the 1928 parade, the balloons were released into the sky, where they oh, unexpectedly no. burst. <laughs> the following year, they were redesigned with safety valve. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yep. So that was pretty great. Wait, <laughs> they were they were redesigned with safety valves to let them float for a few days. So it wasn't just, like, safety valves to deflate them at the end. Address labels were sewn into them so that whoever found and mailed back the discarded balloon re- received a gift from Macy's. That's that's actually true. I remember that's hearing amazing. that. Oh, man. I want to say that was on like a 99% Invisible episode or something. Gotcha. Mm. Uh, but yeah, they, they talked about the having the tag sewn in and you would just wake up one morning and out in the field, there'd be half of a half of yeah Felix the cat. In your in your field, you're like, oh, okay. Well, I guess well, I have to send this back to Macy's. I get a gift. Here's, <laughs> your, here's your little snow globe. Yeah. Um. So the other thing that the Macy's Day Parade has is marching bands. <gasps> so I'm going to okay. click on marching bands. Oh no! Before we leave, real quick, um, just the important role of video game character balloons in Macy's Thanksgiving Parade history. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog appeared in 1993. Um, as we might have mentioned earlier, he was the first video game character in Parade history. Okay. Oh. Okay. Uh, who was the second? Wait, Mario was not the first? No. Mario has never been in a Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, wow. Um, Pikachu? Pikachu. Oh, of course it's Pikachu. Of course. In 2001. Wow. And they've had a couple different versions of him since. <laughs> Whoa, versions of him? Yes, the first version is just Pikachu. Second one, uh, he has a, he has a Pokeball. Sure. 
and he became the first balloon with light up features. Ooh, oh, um, right. his cheeks light, light up. Cheeks. Wow. And then the newest version, he holds like a little, a little snowman Pikachu thing. He also has a goatee because he is from another. He's a version from another dimension and is evil. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> There's no evil Pikachu. No, you, there there are other versions of the Pikachu. You said that each oh, one true. ever. Yeah. Gotcha. I was I was taking. Well, there's there's the surfing head. Pikachu. Oh my gosh. There's. <laughs> okay. Um. I'm sorry. Where were you going, Sky? <laughs> Marching band. Marching band, of course. Yep. So, Sky, I'm kind of mad at you right now because you just stole the link right out from my. Yeah. I can't <laughs> imagine this has happened. This has happened to you like five times in the last couple weeks. Bam. I feel. I, I'm a little upset. Feel but those emotions. I also feel yeah. This is this is okay because it's finally working in your favor. <laughs> yep. Um, Stars well, aligned. Let's let's yeah. talk about the tenor saxophone while I figure out another place that I can go. Oh, um, I see. I see a place you can go, but oh well, thanks. We'll uh, we'll see if you can find it. I cannot help you. I'm an impartial judge. That's patently untrue. But all right. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the tenor saxophone. I did not actually know this, but the uh, the it, uh, tenor saxophone is a medium-sized member of the saxophone family, a group of instruments invented by a guy named Adolf Sax in the 1840s. Late night sax for lovers. Yep. It's Adolf. Hello. <laughs> Hello. This is Adolf Sax. <laughs> it's currently 2, 2 a.m. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Let me tell you what I think. Oh man! And he just has these rambling, these rambling uh, feelings about jazz and how it relates to the woman that he loves and how he plays this music like he's trying to talk to her. Uh, all right. So the tenor and the alto are the most commonly used saxophones. The tenor is pitched in the key of B flat. I did not realize that it had a specific key. Uh huh. Hey, um, every instrument pretty much does. Yep. Uh, the tenor saxophone was one of a family of 14 instruments constructed in 1846 by Adolf Sax. So this guy just made like an entire family of, of musical instruments. He must have been lonely. He just built a family. He made his own family of instruments. Um, he was a Belgian born instrument maker, flautist and clarinetist. Mm. Uh, based on an amalgam of ideas drawn from the clarinet, flute, oboe and I have no uh, idea how to say of, this. Ophiclide? Wow. Ophiclide. The, 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 no, Ophiclide, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Ophiclide. A keyed brass instrument similar to the tuba. Clearly. The it's, like, it's like a fat trombone without the slide. Oof. That's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> trombone yeah. that's let itself go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I want to play that thing. Uh, the instrument's name comes from the Greek word office and kleis, uh, which would be serpent and keys, respectively, since it was conceived as a serpent with keys. Serpent wow. with keys. Wow. Uh, Sounds oh, wow. Lovecraftian. Like the serpent, some found it difficult to play, and early 20th century musicians felt it had an, a somewhat unpredictable sound. Leading to the doggerel, the Ophiclide, like mortal sin, was fostered by the serpent. Okay, that's a that's a weird little aside. <laughs> that is real okay, strange. Okay, band people, that's 
<laughs> That's very okay. Yeah. That went a lot more dramatic than I thought it was going to be. You play sin. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, the saxophone was intended to form a tonal link between the woodwinds and the brass instruments found in military bands, an area which sax considered sorely lacking. In 1846, he decided to change all of that. Let's see. So wait, Sky, you played the tenor saxophone? Uh, yeah, I started in, with the alto for a while, and then I switched to tenor in yeah. like middle school. What did what did you play? What was your favorite thing to play? Uh, I don't. Know, I guess jazz. I was in jazz band. That was nice. nice. Yep, played some mellow yellow. Cool. Always good times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have in here that the uh, I, I didn't think about this in terms of that where when this actually was invented in 1846. Yeah, but that means that it was around uh, at the time of the Civil War. Yep, which means that there were people some awesome sax riffs. Yeah, in the military bands playing uh, saxophones during the American Civil War. Man, I know nothing else about John Philip Sousa other than he was a marching band guy. So. Uh, man, I could run right alongside. There's, there's literally military, uh, bands here. Ooh, that might get you actually closer. I don't know. Mm, I, fine, I'm clicking military bands. May the best man win. (laughs) All right. I'm on marching band. I did, I was not in marching band. Our, our high school did not have a marching band when I was there. Um, Hmm. I think I got there like right after they disbanded it. Disbanded. Disbanded. <laughs> yeah, we did march in. We marched in like the Memorial Day parade still, and it okay. was awful. And I'm like, man, I'm glad I I don't have to be in marching band. <laughs> it was it was tough, but um, uh, uh, one of my in in college, one of my roommates, uh, I stayed with I stayed with my my roommate's parents' house for a summer. So I got to know his parents and his dad was really into marching band competitions. What? And so I watched some of them <laughs> enough to like um, subscribe to a service that allowed him to stream the competitions what? on his television so that he could oh, watch them. this is amazing. Bandwidth. Um, I think one ah. year he went, oh geez, one year he went like went to like the national competitions or something, probably in like Indiana or something. So he was big into it. And so... One time they had a, a pretty big competition around here in Grand Rapids. And so he was like, hey, I'm going to go to this. You should come with us. So what? I, Candace and I went with him. So I went to this competition. And it was actually pretty interesting. It was like high school, uh, high school or college level. I can't remember. And I think it was I think it was high school level. But it was actually really impressive. Like big schools that were known for their marching bands came. <laughs> and they did all like the different formations and stuff. And it was neat. That sounds awesome. Yep. <laughs> Marching bands. Uh, <laughs> I'm here. So there's the, there's military-style marching bands, so you might not be too far off um, here. There's corps-style marching bands. They directly de- reflect the trends in modern drum and bugle corps. So that's neat. There's show bands, which I think is what I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of the traditional style, and they'll have like a theme for their sets. There's carnival bands, which I don't know. But then there's scramble bands. 
which are what? also known as scatter bands, and they are a variation of show bands. They generally do not march in time with the music. <laughs> As their name implies, they scramble from design to design and often incorporate comedic effects in their performances, which I think you've seen. Is this like a flash mob band? Kind of. It sounds like a ticket to getting a lot of dents in your instrument. Instead of like <laughs> instead of just have like marching in row rows or whatever, they'll yeah, they'll like make like formations and they might make a star and the star will rotate and then they'll become like, you know, oh. Like a flag waving and stuff Sonic like that. Sonic the Hedgehog. They'll become mm-hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. And then a chili dog. <laughs> and then they'll roll. They'll do like they'll the, the spin. Oh, no. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'm trying to remember of some of the themes we saw. Candace would probably remember. I mean, I think one had like a Metallica theme. Sure. <laughs> it was bizarre. <laughs> but it was pretty neat. So oh, marching bands have been around since the dawn of time. Um <laughs> They wear uniforms. I, I don't know if it's. I just, quite I just want to say that down. under under military style bands, the Virginia Tech Corps of Cadets, their band is named the Heidi Tidies. Sure. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what exactly that means, but I like the name. No, I mean, yeah, I'm onto it. Yeah, you can tell that there are other people like my friend's father because this page is humongous. They're out there about all about this. Oh man, there's fundamental commands. Oh, I wish I'd saw this. I could make a quiz out of this. Oh, about face. The command to turn the band 180 degrees to the rear. Yeah. Horn thrust. This command <laughs> for wind players instructs the band to bring their horns to a thrust position where their instruments are perpendicular to the ground and their mouthpieces are level with their eyes. I thought that was just a Pokemon move. Yeah, it sounds like one. <laughs> Uh, cover down. This command tells the band to line up their f- line up their files and make sure they are straight. Yeah, this does literally sound like RPG uh, attacks. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, change formation. <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> there is man. Okay, so my options. There's actually a trophy uh, awarded. It's the Sudler Trophy and the Sudler Shield, and it's awarded by the John Philip Sousa Foundation. What? Um, yep. Sorry, I had to burp. The awards do not <laughs> represent the winner of any so championship, excited. but rather a band surrounded by a great tradition that has become respected nationally. No school may be honored with either award twice while under the same director. Wow. Um, I could do that, but I also found, uh, which I think I'm going to click instead, the sousaphone. Which I, I'm hoping is made by, by John Sousa. You're taking an names. awfully big risk there, Sky. I know. <laughs> if it's not, then I'm just, I don't know. Um, I'm an idiot, you, so. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, I'm clicking on Sousa phone. All right. Well, this has been a, a little trip into nowhere. Uh, military bands are a group of personnel that perform musical duties for military functions usually the armed forces, a a typical military band consists mostly of wind and percussion instruments, which I like, I mean, of course, but I really also would like the idea of someone just pushing along a piano, like (laughs) just, just pushing them right along with the rest of the band. (laughs) Or the the military guitar. Oh my gosh. I would love a military guitar. Um, Let's see. Well, your page says that military bands have been around since the beginning of time. This says that's just me making it up. (laughs) This one says from the 13th century, Uh, according to according to this cited page, 
they list the earliest military marching band, at least from the Ottoman Empire in the 13th century. So that's interesting. Um, let's see. They, yeah, uh, they have a couple different types of traditions in, in that they play either uh, field music to signal what's going on in the field uh, or, or actual entertainment music. <laughs> <laughs> for for public uh, for public appearances, I guess would be the the term. Um, but yeah, uh, apparently the the change in that at least for the U.S. the change in um, the change from woodwinds or wind instruments to more brass instruments came during the Civil War, uh, and they credit it. It says here uh, during the American Civil War, most Union regiments had both types of groups within the unit. Uh, winds and drums. However, due to changes in military tactics by the end of World War One, field musical had mostly been phased out in favor of brass bands, uh, themselves the basis today of uh, the U.S. civil brass band culture and traditions. So apparently between those years, they decided to go mostly to brass instruments, which is inter interesting. I wonder if it has to do with making of them being uh, a little bit more difficult to damage uh, in the field. Possibly. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, so there are lots of things on here that you basically covered in yours uh, because bands are bands. Uh, they, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you've obviously never seen Pink Floyd in concert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they have uh, they have a most of this page is just literal lists of different names of army bands uh, like the band of the Royal Regiment of Scotland or the band of the adjutant adjutants general corps or the Lowland band red, red, of the Royal Regiment or yeah the rifles and the brigade of the Gurkha I don't know how to say that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of different military bands out there, you guys. There's a lot. Oh, man. I have to try to come up with something from here. Yep. No Sousa on here. Yeah, I'm kind of uh, surprised that they don't even mention Sousaphobes. They do. But it's not linked. Yeah, it is. What? The where I yeah. found it, it's not. Uh, wait, Sky, what did you click? You Sousaphone. didn't you click Sousaphone? Okay. I'm real Dang. glad I did. <laughs> Yeah, there, there is there is a linked sousaphone on this page. Uh, um, well, I guess. I mean, my next best guess. All right. The conductor of a band commonly bears the title bandmaster or director of music. I'm going to click bandmaster and just go. Oh, wait. No, hold on. They have national anthems and patriotic songs. Ooh. Ooh, patriotic songs. Yeah, but the link goes to patriotic, not patriotic. So oh, no, you're not going to get Susan there. There's something with, mar oh, uh, marching music is linked. I'm clicking that. Marching music. Okay. So, Sky, who made the sousaphone? James Welsh Pepper. What? Oh, Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> yep. The first Wait, sousaphone you know was built too? by James Welsh Pepper. In 1893, at the request of John Philip Sousa. Oh. Yay! <laughs> he was dissatisfied with the helicons and the use of the United States March. Damn band, helicons! Which I guess they kind of just look like weird trumpets. Uh, they are also the enemy of the, autocon or of the Decepticons. There you go. Um, 
But yeah, it's it's a big tuba thing. It's an it's an ugly instrument. I thought it, I didn't think it was a tuba, but it is. It's apparently a type of tuba. A sousaphone? Yeah. Yes, it is. So, um, Tim, do you just know all of this stuff? And this is something that we never talk about. He played the sousaphone. I know. I did not play the. Sousaphone. No, he played oh. euphonium. Yeah, oh, euphonium. euphonium. Yeah. Oh my god! I was next to sousaphone <laughs> occasionally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just a little brass. We were we were a gang. <laughs> We were always in the back row of the band, and we, we you know, we were a band of brothers. Okay. Yeah, wanted no, I, mean, I did not mean that as a pun. <laughs> just like we, we hung out, so we, you know. Yeah, I get, I get it. Yeah. We learned about each other's instruments. Okay. <laughs> Susa wanted a tuba-like instrument that would send sound upward and over the band, like a concert tuba. The new instrument had an oversized bell pointing straight up rather than the directional bell of a normal helicon. Hold on a second. Is he applying military logic, to, like artillery logic to music? Apparently. Yeah, the sousaphone carpet bombs the audience <laughs> with <laughs> melody. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Non-American sousaphones. Asian sousaphones made in China and India are now gaining popularity in the street band market. In Switzerland and southern Germany, Guggen music bands often use these instruments that provide great display and passable intonation. Uh, it's the best language sometimes. <laughs> most are tuned uh, in E-flat. What? I'm sorry, I found a fact. Keep going. You found a fact? <laughs> a fact. Fact? Oh, a fact. What is it? So, um, <laughs> if you've ever, ever seen Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, it, it might not surprise you that there is a sousaphone player in the band, uh, The Roots. Yes. Uh, that are his band. So the name of the the guy who plays the sousaphone in that band is Damon Bryson. His nickname is Tuba Gooding Jr. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wow. I like how his, his last name isn't even like Gooding or anything. Like it's just no. Just, just Tuba this. Gooding Jr. It has a. It has a, There's another photo here that's labeled Jazz Festival or Jazz Funeral for Democracy event what? in New Orleans, which I I know what a jazz funeral is, but for democracy. Wow. And it has a sign a sign that says electile dysfunction. <laughs> so is is this really just the instrument of people who are trying to make bad jokes because I think so. I, think I, is, I have I approve in general because that's amazing. President yeah, Warren G. Harding was a sousaphone player. Sure he was. I mean clearly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think I know where I'm going. Yep, you're going to John Philip Sousa. Sousa. Uh, I'm sorry. Sousaphones play John Williams' Imperial March from Star Wars. Oh. What? Yeah. Wow. Wait, was that? Oh, no, I'm sorry. The University of Southern California Trojan Marching Band, their sousaphones play the Imperial March from Star Wars in single file when crossing streets on their way to and from performances on the campus. That's a good tradition. I like that. Yes. So, yes, John Philip Sousa, you win. Good Here job, Sky. I am. I am one link behind you. Uh, so, John Philip Sousa is, is mentioned uh, in Arch Music in the first paragraph. Dang. So, Kyle, surprisingly, you almost followed the exact path I did when I was figuring <laughs> this out. Um, yeah. I went all the way up to military band, and then I went to sousaphone on the military band. That's how I knew oh, there was a linked one oh, in that. Wow. Nice. But Sky stole it from you. Ah, uh, Sky. Woof. Yeah. Yeah. You, you you juked right in front of me. <laughs> yep. Dodging and weaving. I can't believe that. And after after uh, you know coming from behind in the in the opening game too. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So, so 
So does anyone know anything about John Phillips other than Tim? Do <laughs> Sky, do you know anything about him? Uh, I actually said no, I don't. I just know he does music stuff for right. like military. So Tim, tell us about lo- John Phillips Sousa. John Phillips Sousa looks pretty much almost exactly what you would expect Sergeant Pepper to look like. Who's Sergeant Pepper? He's a fictional <laughs> Beatles character. Oh, okay. Um, he has the Lonely Hearts Club band. Gotcha. He does actually look like um, that. But uh, a, a great number of the American marches that we know today uh, in parades and such uh, were written by this man. Mm, cool. um, you might not know exactly what they sound like by the name alone, like the Stars and Stripes Forever. You might know that one mm-hmm. from sound, but um, the Liberty Bell March, the Washington Post March. The Washington Post March, I think, is the one that has the part in it with um be kind to your fine feathered friends for a duck maybe somebody's mother i mean that's not the lyrics he came up with (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm listening to i went to the page i'm listening to it oh yeah i know the song yeah 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 Uh, which march is this is it the washington or is it the liberty bell uh i'm not sure no it's stars and stripes forever i'm sorry gotcha even that so. one has the, the section with um, the duck part. <laughs> <laughs> the duck part, yes. Yeah, he did music, okay, but <laughs> he was one. He was he was ranked as one of the all-time great trap shooters. What? <laughs> According to the Trap Shooting Hall of Fame, uh, he organized the first national trap shooting organization, a forerunner oh. to today's Amateur Trap Shooting Association, or the ATA. Wait. Mm-hmm. So what you're what you're saying uh, is that. On some level, in some, I'm I'm sure this is stretching a, a link or two, but he might be connected to the pumpkin chunking. Uh, Possibly, tradition. he also wrote numerous articles about trap shooting. What? Yep, he's really what into it. Wrote articles about it. A quote from his trap shooting Hall of Fame biography says it best. Let me say that just about the sweetest music to me is when I call pull. The old <laughs> gun barks, and the referee in perfect key announces dead. Oh, wow. Wow. Yep. Did not expect that. That's not where I thought that was going to go. The old gun barks. That's pretty great. He's a good writer. Well, you know, (laughs) he would would understand, yeah, the music Mm -hmm. of of words. Sure. Yep. Hostility um, to recording. Sorry. I'll go ahead. Do it. Oh, this is uh, great. Sousa held a very low opinion of the emerging and upstart recording industry. So he lived till when, Tim? 19... 30 something he died in 1932 okay so yeah so this would be just on the cusp of this um he declared recordings as canned music which i guess is a a thing from mark twain um and i mean back then this was the wax cylinders and if you ever heard those those are pretty bad so i can kind of see what he's saying in a submission to a congressional hearing in 1906 he argued these talking machines are going to ruin the artistic development of music in the country when i was a boy in front of every house in summer (laughs) evenings you would find people together singing the songs of the day or old songs today you hear these infernal machines going night and day we will not have a vocal cord left the vocal cord will be eliminated by a process of evolution as was (laughs) the tale of man when he came from the ape Holy cow. Oh my gosh. I really like John Phillips. <laughs> yeah. He's crazy. Wow. Um, this is he, nuts. During World War II, he had a ship named after him. The SS John Philip Sousa. Uh, the ship's bell is still used by the Marine Band in concert. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, right. wow. Um, in 1987, the Congress named Stars and Stripes Forever as a national march of the United States. Mm. So he's got, uh, I mean, like, you think American marches, and he's, like, the first and probably only person to come to mind. Yeah. Well, in the uh, opening paragraph here, they say that he is known as the March King or the American March King. Uh so it, it, according to, wow i'm sorry i'm just reading the rest of the sentence apparently there's a british counterpart to him that i assume would be the march king but they have they have a monarchy there so wouldn't it be like the march duke the duke of march <laughs> wow. um, it was actually a i think it was a british newspaper that dubbed susa the march king originally oh, um that was from the washington post march which oh. was actually a march that was requested by the Washington Post. They're like, hey, we're having an essay contest come up. Can you write a march for us for the award ceremony? Wow. And he's like, sure. <laughs> As you I, got, I got marches coming out the wazoo. Oh, man. Which is a musical oh, instrument. You have one. <laughs> yep, the wazoo. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote a bunch of like novels and stuff, too, and stories. What? In mm-hmm. 1920, he wrote a 40,000-word story, The Transit of Venus, and it was about a group of misogynists called the Alimony Club, who, as a way to temporarily escape the society of women, embarked on a sea voyage to observe the transit of Venus, and the captain's knees stowed away on board and soon won over the men. What? That is his story. There's also a story about, like, a party of animals um, <laughs> where they yeah. go to a feast. And uh, animal oh, I just found this. A- animal yeah. house. Yeah, and they, and there's like a lion there, and he basically the lion eats all the feasts, and then says, "Hey, you guys got to watch your monarch dying." Wow. He has a weird. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is he serious or not? I don't. Hmm. I am. I think you have to not be serious there. Oh. Um. Oh wow. So in 1917, shortly after the U.S. declared war on Germany in World War One. Seuss was commissioned as a lieutenant in the U.S. Naval Reserve. At the time, he was 62, which was then the mandatory retirement age for Navy officers. Uh, he led the Navy band during the war at Great Lakes Naval Station near Chicago. Uh, being independently wealthy at this point in his life, he donated most of his naval salary except a token $1 per month to the Sailors and Marines Relief Fund. Wow. So, yeah, he just did it because he enjoyed the music. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. He's a crazy dude. I'm glad yeah. he brought us here. He's a weird guy. Yeah, yeah I had no cool idea. Dude. He has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Wow. It's, well, I mean, I if guess you they think probably about... used his music a lot in film. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. honestly. Oh, yeah. Man. If you think of all the films that have his music in them. Yep, makes sense. I mean, it's it's pretty much everywhere. Well, well done, Sky. Congratulations. Yep. Thanks. You brought us to this awesome page. And also, Tim, for deciding to bring us here. Yep. And he, we came from Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Who is also a cool dude. He's super cool. <laughs> super Slightly cool. Slightly less crazy than John Phillips. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Two, two way cool individuals. All wow. right. So thank you for joining us tonight on this adventure from Sonic the Hedgehog to John <laughs> Philip Sousa. John Philip the Sousa. The Sousa. If you like what you've heard, uh, we have more. You can go to uh, iTunes. Uh, we also have a blog spot at wskbcast.blogspot.com. Also feel free to check out We Should Know Better on 
Facebook or WSKBcast on Twitter. Yep. Uh, is there anything else I've missed? Uh, we have a new review, don't we? Uh, yeah. We do. <laughs> we do. Let <laughs> me find it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> nice job, Sky. Well, uh, I while you're doing that, I can take a second to give a shout out to our to our buddy uh, Armored Frog on Twitter, who has been listening to the entire backlog recently and seems to be enjoying it. So I'm glad he seems to be enjoying the the series. And it, it yeah. is always it's a lot of fun when people you know actually get to go people through all know. these episodes. If yes. you if you follow his Twitter feed, you can watch in real time his slow descent into madness. <laughs> As he slowly listens to every episode and just realizes <laughs> what are these people doing? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, this review is him. Is it? Yep. What does yep. the review say? He says that he's been friends with all three of us Aww. and he just got Aww. around to listening and now he's going to listen to them all from now on oh so we better make them good dang yeah. oh god no i, oh, I added that we just <laughs> lost a friend he didn't, he didn't say yeah. that i oh, did oh was... we had a we had a bad one tonight we lost a friend <laughs> no oh. <laughs> you are all dead to me <laughs> i understand <laughs> yeah that's what i do when i have when i hear a bad podcast yep <laughs> Just erase them from the face of the earth. Yeah. All right. Uh, cool. Pretend that they do not exist anymore. That's about it. <laughs> so. Yep. All right. All right. Well, if that is it. Yep. Uh, I believe we should depart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think so, too. And I guess we'll either do it. Oh, the other. <laughs> <laughs> I was stretching and almost tore my headset off because I was like pulling my arms back as I was sitting up. That was really weird. Um, no, I, I think uh, I think we should make an agreement, though, that if we ever decide to, in the future, finally get to play like an RPG together or something, that uh, we have to find a way to use a character who only uses attacks that are those moves that you called out from the, from oh, the marching dance yeah. thing. Horn that, thrust. That's got to be a thing. Yeah, Cover down. Thing. Putting that out there right Cover now. Cover down. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. So, All yeah. right. So you guys have go, a good night. Yeah, I'm going to go march We off. shall. <laughs> yep. All right, bye. <laughs> bye. Oh, wait. Is it it's the it's the character, right? Yes. Okay. It says in parentheses <laughs> Not the character. Not the series. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. I was Not. searching in Wikipedia. I was going to search Sonic the Hedgehog character, but I was thinking to myself, I really got to pee. I should tell these guys that I got to pee. And so I searched Sonic the Hedgehog pee. Wow. <laughs> I I would not search that because Page Sonic the Hedgehog P does not exist. Thank God I was in Wikipedia and not Google. Sonic the Hedgehog P redirects to Mountain Dew. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I got a P. You guys go ahead. Yeah, take a break. Okay, you do that. We'll talk about Sonic the Hedgehog, I guess.